Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You have heard a lot about a shortage of nurses here in Michigan. Well, guess what? That's not the case. There's not necessarily a shortage of the number of registered nurses in the country. There are plenty of nurses, but a huge chunk of them are working in other fields. What could go wrong? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. The nurses' union at the University of Michigan's health system is suing the university. The nurses have been working without a contract for over a month. That got me thinking about the so-called nurse shortage. Turns out, that's not a thing. According to Dr. Christopher Fries, a professor of nursing at the University of Michigan, there are over a million nurses working in other fields. That ends up being 25% of the nation's 4 million nurses, a huge number. We have an ample number of individuals in the United States who are registered nurses. We would have enough in number to care for patients in hospitals and in communities, but a large number of them are not working in nursing. And what's even more disturbing is between 30 to 40 percent of current nurses are telling us they plan to leave their workplace in the next year. So the problem's only going to get worse. What comes to your mind when people say, and I've heard this a lot over the last couple of years especially, oh, there's a nursing shortage. It may be what happens, but at the moment, there's not a shortage of nurses. There's a shortage of nurses working in nursing. That's exactly right. So what we have is a shortage of workplaces that attract nurses to stay working in those settings. The hard work is to really change the way that nurses work so that they feel supported, they can give safe care, they feel like they're not being abused or bullied in the workplace. We can keep producing more and more nurses but if they leave within the first five years, that doesn't solve the problem. And that's why I'm worried that we're not doing that hard work of improving working conditions right now. For clarity, Dr. Fries has no connection to the nurse's lawsuit at Michigan Medicine. There is not much sugarcoating what it's like being a nurse these days. It's rough. What's it like being a nurse in 2022 in Detroit? It's very, very challenging. You have less time with your patients, which causes less attention to detail more stress, less ancillary support. You have more shortcuts that are happening, you know, so it's causing reduced job performance, compromised quality of patient care. Mistakes can happen, you know, you're getting brain fog. So it's very challenging. That is the voice of Selena Dallas, and she's the Associate Chief Nursing Officer at Harper University Hospital. You heard Selena mention ancillary services. While a nurse may oversee patient care, there are plenty of people that are involved as well. The next voice you'll hear belongs to Holly Delora. She's a nurse and the director of patient care services at McLaren Macomb Hospital. A nurse is responsible for the entire patient care that is provided, and I'm talking in an acute care setting like ours, where we have some ancillary or support roles, for example, nurse aides or technicians, techs, critical care techs is another classification. They often will do some of the hands-on activities of daily living, bathing, mobility, etc., which allows the nurse to focus on different aspects of the care of the patient, develop the plan of care. So the nurse typically would delegate a lot of those tasks out. But when we have not the same number of 
support services. It could include things like food services and things like that where they don't have as many staff to deliver. So we pick up the slack and, you know, help deliver trays where once you may have had somebody to do that. This talk about nursing shortages, or more accurately, the shortage of nurses working in nursing, the talk about that really amplified during the pandemic when nurses were taking the brunt of fighting back, but this isn't new at all. Here is Dr. Fries from U of M again. My team at the University of Michigan and others around the country have shown this same finding. Working conditions were poor for nurses before the pandemic. COVID-19 only fanned the flames. It's been about a decade now that nurses have told us repeatedly that their workplaces aren't safe, they're caring for far too many patients, and that their leaders and the management is not listening to their concerns actively. We've had that evidence for about a decade, and then you put COVID on top of it, where, as you point out, nurses face the brunt of a lot of that stress, both coming from patients and their systems. You can see why we're in the trouble that we're in. Nurses need a lot of things right now. But instead of thinking about the nurses of the future, we should first be focusing on the nurses in the present. What we really need to do is improve the staffing that is in the hospitals and make sure that nurses are not caring for too many patients. If hospitals set up a plan where they say we are going to increase the number of nurses over time and staff to that, we're going to smooth some of this problem out. There are bills both at the state and the federal level that would require that through different mechanisms, either penalties or enforcement that hospitals would have to have minimum ratios. There's also state and federal legislation to make it a felony to hit or abuse a healthcare worker. I think the third thing is what I tell hospital administrators and other people who manage nurses, you need to really listen right now. You need to listen really carefully to what your clinicians, your nurses are telling you and work on those problems. Because if you don't fix the problems that are in front of your healthcare workers, they're going to increasingly get demoralized, they're going to get burned out, and they're likely going to leave. One of my favorite things to ask on this podcast is, now what? We know what the problem is, and we've heard a variety of ways to ease the problem, including better wages and a better workplace experience. But what happens if correct fixes are not made? Holly from McLaren, she couldn't even really consider it. I'm an eternal optimist back. We can't allow it to fail. We have to come up with new care models. We have to find creative ways to interest those into the profession who may not have thought about it before. We have got to find a way to educate more nurses. I think it's an amazing and rewarding profession, and I don't think that we have an option to allow it to fail. We have to solve the problem. You know, the last two years of my career, I have seen us do things that I never thought I would be able to do or as an organization we would be able to do. And I believe there will be a solution. And I think things like using telehealth or, you know, virtual nursing or, you know, re-looking at our traditional care model are going to help us get there. Dr. Fries from U of M, he is considering it, and it's a point of great concern. Despite our challenges, there is just so many opportunities in nursing. So I think we have an opportunity, and I'm so grateful I'm in the field. At the same time, I'm worried. And I'm worried because we know 
that when we don't have enough nurses to care for our loved ones in the hospital, bad things happen. So complications get missed. Important teaching of how to prepare somebody to go home gets missed. These very, very basic things. We have nurses in our schools, in our communities. These are the folks who identify kids at risk for learning disabilities and other things and can help get them services. So when we don't have enough nurses working, the entire healthcare system sort of begins to crumble and we're sort of left with having to pick up the pieces. And that's a lot more dangerous and it's a lot more expensive. And we learned this in the 90s when we went very, very lean in nursing in the 90s. And that's when a lot of the patient safety events like falls and infections and deaths after surgery started to tick up. And we don't want to go back to that. What's going to happen going forward? That's not something I can predict. It's up to healthcare leaders and legislators to really ask themselves one simple question. How important are nurses? For Selena from Harper Hospital, the answer, very simple. You know, I've always said that your hospital can't run without nurses. Just that statement alone should relay the impact that it would have if we didn't have our nurses. A big thank you to our trio of nurses, Dr. Christopher Fries, Selena Dallas, and Holly Delora. This podcast would not be possible without the work of our digital team. Check out www.jnewsradio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you have questions, comments, or concerns about the Daily J? We want to hear them. Drop us a line at dailyj at odyssey.com. That's dailyj at audacy.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.